Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Welcome to ISO The Buns Podcast. So, ooh, I am very sleepy right now, but uh, seeing as how I need to get the show out there, here I am talking to you. This week has been a crazy one. Oh, well, first of all, uh, the interview this week is with Jamie from Nuvango slash Jellyskins. If you're not familiar, they had a pop-up on Queen. Um, they make crazy artistic t-shirts and cell phone cases and leggings, but they also do a lot of custom work. So, you know, if you want to get a shirt with your buddy's face all over it, they can uh, they can help you do that. Anyway, if you want to know what it takes to own your own business and the trials and tribulations therein, this might be the episode for you. So yeah, like I was saying, this week has been crazy. I am exhausted, but I did manage a trade for the week. I traded a glass table for a wireless Microsoft uh, mouse. Kind of a cool one. It like folds up like a transformer so that I can uh, cart it around with me in my travels so I can edit podcasts for you on the go. What have you guys been up to this week? Any interesting trades? Uh, if so, hit me up, podcastatbuns.com. Let me know what you scored. Oh, man. Oh, man. What has been going on? I don't know. I don't know. I'm too, I'm too tired to think, but I am very excited for you to hear this interview because I had a lot of fun and, uh, I also should tease that next week I have a very special guest or guests. So, you know, keep your ears open for that. Anyway, time for this week in buns. Welcome to This Week in Buns. Hi, Buns. My name is Koji, and with me, as always, is Callie. Hi. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go over some interesting trades for the week, starting with, of course, some genitalia. <laughs> always. I don't know if you saw this, but... Uh, uh, there was a book posted, How to Live with a Huge Penis. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I did see that. That was one of the ones that I was going to talk about. That was amazing. Advice, meditations, and wisdom for men who have too much. And uh, the comments just kind of go on forever, like I would assume one's penis who would own this book. I especially love that the person who posted um, was, I believe, a woman named uh, Corinne. And oh, yeah. her caption says, ISO, the person who owns this, found it in the condo garbage area. <laughs> and then it's a picture of how to live with a huge penis. Uh, so if That's you own this hilarious. book, uh, Corinne wants to meet you. <laughs> there is so, like, so much going on here. And there's people who, who want it, I would, see, I would say. There's a lot of people who are looking... Uh, for this book or just looking for the advice in it a lot of or women saying hey, what, their what the advice? and being like hey tim why did you throw your book out <laughs> yeah nice 
anyway, I thought, you know, what better place to start than there? Well, I've got a really good one. Did you see... <clears throat> this was actually my favorite. I put it at the top of the show because this is my favorite fun story of the week. Uh, Nisha posted in the main trading zone. Hey, this may be a long shot, but let's give her a go. Are you about to travel to Australia? Will you possibly be in Sydney on January 23rd? If so, oh, I yeah, will do anything one. to bring my awesome boyfriend a birthday gift. My guy and I have been long distance for a long time, making this another birthday that I've missed. Unfortunately, this year he's even further away and it's going to cost me $200 to send his birthday gift like to Australia. I'm yeah. hoping maybe one of you can help me get this gift to him. It's a small box and it would fit in a carry-on no problem. You would drop it off pretty much right beside the Sydney Opera House. So as soon as you drop it off, you can go sightsee. It has to be on the 23rd because he works on ships, so he's only there for one day. Hence why sending this is so hard. Please, can somebody help me send some love? I miss this dude like crazy and would do anything to make his B-Day as special as I can from across the world. Um, and then she actually, which is super cool, offered an $150 credit to New Zealand Airlines um, or wow. a gift card to wherever uh, for somebody doing this, which, I mean, is still $50 cheaper than her trying to ship it would be, apparently. Um, and it's like a pretty great trade. So I was like really <laughs> invested in this trade from the get-go because I was like, oh, if this could actually happen, how amazing would that be? That like a stranger could take a gift to a guy across the world who's literally only in a place for a day because he works on boats. Like it just it's too it's like too much for me. <laughs> like how much planning and was, and, was like, there any buns magic? magic? So much buns magic. Um, a bunch of people actually offered, but uh, earlier on in the post, a lovely lady named Yvette. Uh, offered to do it and then she's actually already posted an update in the trading zone it says buns update care package for lewis is in transit um, anisha even gave me a cute travel general as a gift can you guys feel the love in the airplane uh, and she like posted a picture of the gift that she was taking there so like she just happened to be going to australia at exactly the perfect time and she's going to deliver his gift so i've asked her to Keep us posted. Hopefully, when she actually gives him the present, she'll be posting some photos of that. Um, like, the amount of Bun's magic for this post uh, to actually happen is pretty amazing to me. And yeah, I like it a lot. Like, Yvette responded to this post, like, within the hour that it was posted, too. Like, it was, it was like, pretty immediate that she was like, I can take it. And now she's taking it. And I love that. <laughs> like, it's so great. I feel so. like there's just a bun ready there to do almost anything at this point. You need somebody to deliver something in Australia? No problem. On exactly the 23rd of January? Like, it's so amazing to me. Like, Bun's Magic is now spreading across the globe <laughs> to Australia. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. I hope we get some, like, sweet pictures or, like, a video of this guy getting his present from, like, a weird stranger and just being, like confused and like overjoyed so let's cross our uh, i think it's gonna be incredible <laughs> well speaking of buns magic um bryn writes in the main zone that her girlfriend is going through a hard time due to her cat having to have two emergency surgeries over christmas oh, so she is trying to buns herself out in any way that she can help she's a student who's not working yet 
So uh, not much help financially for her girlfriend. Uh, she's worried she can't meet rent. So I was hoping that I could help her out with things she needs like grocery gift cards so she can focus on the rent. Do you need someone to come prepare a fancy meal? I studied and worked as a chef. Do you need someone to clean your home? Maybe you're a size XL and want to try and see if you like any of my clothes. Maybe you want a handmade painting. My speciality is watercolor. Cool. I'm looking for suggestions. I'm pretty good at doing basically anything I can get my hands on. So, yeah, maybe we can get her some magic and uh, help her get some gift cards for her girlfriend. That's super cool. I did not see this post. I hope that there are a ton of people offering stuff in the comments already. Yeah, there's definitely a few people writing in, but I'm, I'm sure that more won't hurt. Yeah, so if you are listening to this, uh, find the post. Um, we have a Bunce Podcast Zone. Um, which if you want to, you can search for Buns Podcast Zone on Facebook or just go to facebook.com forward slash Buns with a Z, obviously, Podcast Zone. Um, and we try to post the links to everything that we talk about in the podcast every week. Um, sometimes I forget and I just posted last week's today. But we will have this eventually as a link in there. So if you want to help this girl out, you can find her post and then you can private message her and maybe some buns magic will help her girlfriend and her i feel bad for her cats it's so nice that she's trying to like do this so that's cool if i were there i would get her to make me a painting i love watercolor and i cannot do it oh i can't i can't even draw a straight line let alone <laughs> watercolor like all i can do is draw a straight line i definitely cannot watercolor um oh actually speaking of drawings so um, I am in a bunch of buns groups uh, just for podcast purposes uh, and to like kind of see what's going on. I like to sort of keep my hands in all the buns pies, if you will. Um, so I'm in buns dating zone, uh, despite not uh, actively dating um, because I am uh, have a boyfriend. But uh, I don't know if you're in buns dating zone, but there's an amazing thread happening right now um, where Christy posted... ISO your horrific dating stories or something someone said to you relating to sex, love, or relationships that she could draw. So she does these drawings of like gross monster. She even, she describes them as monster people um, about the way people, myself included, treat others about sex and love as well as people's attitudes towards sex and I need your stories. Uh, it could be long, short, funny, whatever. Is there something you said to someone you regret? Is there something someone did to you that stuck with you? Let me be nosy and draw that shit. Uh, she has an art Instagram that she posted, uh, which is at Christy Cream Drawings, like C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E-K-R-E-M-E Drawings, um, if you want to see some of her monster people. Uh, and she posted a picture of one of them. And it's pretty cool. So I want to see her do some more of these, especially like there's a bunch of <laughs> even just reading these, like there's a bunch of like really great comments already. And then she's even been posting drawings that she's doing uh, of the things that people have submitted to this post. Um, so she's like actively updating with her drawings as people tell her their horror stories. Uh, so if you guys have... Something kind of like quotable because it's like a drawing of the garbage person and then a quote next to them. Uh, if you want to share your dating horror stories, head on over to the Buns Dating Zone 
Um, or if you don't want to or can't join the Buns Dating Zone, I'm sure you could just contact Christy through her Instagram, which I'll include in the links for the podcast this week. I feel like Buns needs uh, some sort of published magazine. Oh, that would be really cool, actually. <laughs> a Buns zine, if you will. Bunzine. Well, I got a weird... I got a weird trade for you. Uh, right. Yeah, these ones always kind of capture me because uh, it's just the way that I am. But Jamie posts, anybody want a boat? Oh, man. <laughs> With uh, craftiness, I bet you can get a few more years of it on the water. Or put it in a sandbox. Does not have a trailer. It's, it's on stilts, so you would need to hire a boat mover. More details and comments. I should tell you the full history of the boat. There's a book written on it. Comes with the boat called A Mug of Bodhi Tea. Uh, I don't know what that's in reference to. Uh, anyway, cool looking boat. Always wanted a boat. Never owned a boat. I know. I feel like so, you want this uh, boat, Koji. Yeah, I do. Except I would probably <laughs> just kill myself and, and or like you know drown myself somewhere because I have no idea what I'm doing with a boat. But... Uh, I always like to see these weird things on buns because like, what is what is one trade for a boat? What do you get in exchange? I don't know, I love but if you know, a book written on this boat, it's amazing. Let me know. Let me know what it is that one would trade for a boat, and uh, you know, maybe I'll stock up on whatever that is. So the next time a boat comes around, I mean, I the weird thing about boat. this post, uh, there's no ISO on it. So this, yeah. po this person, Jamie, posted this, and there's a bunch of cool pictures, but no word on what they want in return for the boat. Uh, so there are a lot of people who are interested in it. Um, someone wants it as a retirement gift for their dad, which is really cute. Um, but yeah, I want to know, whoever gets this boat, what on earth you end up trading it for, because this doesn't even say what they want apparently david morton is interested <laughs> but he was interested he in that, that coffin too uh and he he's gonna he's gonna it. become a pirate i think <laughs> with a and sleep in a coffin on the boat there you go perfect <laughs> that, that, pirate. It, if you guys know dave it's just like so so perfect so fitting he could be a vampire it'll be amazing oh there you go you took it full full circle there <laughs> thanks <laughs> to its to its logical conclusion. Yeah, with uh, puns. Um, okay, so did you see? There's actually been a couple of people offering to walk other people's dogs. Uh, oh, I have and, seen like, this. Hang out yeah. with their dogs this week, which I thought was really cool. Um, so one of them, uh, Alex, posted on the main zone, um, and also on home zone, I believe. Uh, do you have a lonely doggo or other animal that you want someone to keep them company while you work? Uh, to pay the bills or feed them? And do you have a window with natural light? Uh, this person is unsuccessfully, apparently, working on their thesis um, and studying for the MCAT in their apartment building. And as I'm sure anybody knows, when you're at home, you just end up laying around, you get distracted by Netflix, you don't even get dressed, you like, you know, it's harder to work in your own sort of space. Uh, so That's really person, true. Yeah. Totally. I'm actually, I'm naked right now. So, you know, nobody needed to just, know that coach. <laughs> just kidding. I wish I was. Uh, you could be, you do. You live in a giant house with just your pets and your girlfriend. There's a lot of windows though. <laughs> oh, a lot of people true. peering in. 
Well, so that's exactly what Alex wants is like natural light. So I don't know if like their apartment just like doesn't get a lot of light. Um, but what they're trading uh, is trading pup hangouts, uh, dog sitting and walking in exchange for you letting them set up with their laptops and books in their kitchen for a few hours. Uh, so you get a committed minimum of three days a week of company and walks for your lonely dog or cat or hamster or whatever. Um, at least one walk a day when they're at the house. And then in return, they would get a table desk to work at and to hang out with a dog because that's pretty great. So, like, that's such a pure true trade. Um, I think a lot of people, there's like 88 likes on this and a bunch of cute photos of people's dogs in the comments. <laughs> uh, people I being think it's like, a pretty good deal if you ask me. Like, I'm in this area and here's my cute dog. So, um, I'm hoping that this, like, they're going to, I don't know which one of these cute dogs this person is going to go with because there's like five or six adorable dogs for them to choose between in the comments. Um, I'm going to ask, I'm going to see, I'm going to message this person and see which cute dog they ended up uh, going with. And maybe we'll update next week, seeing if they actually got a place to work in exchange for dog sitting. Yeah, Here's I mean, idea. I think it's perfect because uh, dog walking is not cheap. No, so. and even if your dog is fine, like not being walked necessarily while you're at work, it's nice for them to have company and everybody kind of gets something nice out of it. It's like it's really like a perfect trade. So yeah, I absolutely. That was cool. Well, so I got some some weird stuff going on. My last couple, well, no, just this one is kind of weird, but. I don't know how this happened or what the situation is, but Quinlan, uh, if that's how you say the name, it has a bunch of free food, a lot of which was donated to a food bank, but there's still tons that has to go from an abandoned store. Oh, so, I did see that. <laughs> I feel like this is like prime zombie apocalypse territory here, but it, mostly spices but there's also pinto beans, canned mango slices, plantain chips, etc. Yeah, a bunch of like old canned goods and stuff. So fucking come and get it. And they can't, uh, as someone in the comments was like, oh, why don't you donate? And they, were, and they were like, most of this is technically expired. So you can't donate it. Like the food bank won't take food that's technically expired. But if it's in a can, like, let's all be honest that's like a sell-by date things generally last longer than the sell-by date so if you're cool with eating something that technically expired like a month ago or like a month or i wouldn't eat something that was like a year old maybe um but if it's fairly recent get on it i think there was like a lot of uh interest in that post yeah take it um, from me i mean i lived that month on buns and i ate a bunch of expired stuff and i'm still here he's fine <laughs> Oh, speaking of weird trades, did you see the snake one, the snake skin? Um, no. In Trading Zone, Samantha posted, um, she was so artsy or collector buns. Uh, she's like, here's a weird one for you. Can anyone do something cool with my snake's sheds? Uh, she owns a lavender morph corn snake, uh, which is really cute. She posted a picture of it. It's like adorable and small. And... Um, She's like, this isn't really an imminent trade, uh, but this snake is almost six feet long. And uh, like, obviously snakes their entire lives, they shed stuff. So she was like, 
can anyone somehow use the snake sheds to make something? Um, like not for me, make whatever you want and keep it, but like just show me it's going to be somewhere cooler than just in my garbage. Um, most of his sheds come out whole. Um, and yeah, she was like, it might be cool to add texture to a painting or I don't know like what you can do with it, but she thought it might be a cool, a cool trade. And a bunch of people um, were really interested in it and like posted some related like snake and art content that they'd made. Um, people that like make watercolors and someone else who makes is a Métis artist and uh, makes uh, like sort of medallion-y things that are like a tree of life, wants to add the snake skin. So I thought it was kind of cool. It's like something that would otherwise, I mean, go to waste <laughs> that like right, she's right, offering right. up to people. And so they now, she updated uh, now has five project queued, projects queued up. Uh, so there are five different people that are like waiting for her shake, snake to shed its skin uh, so that she can like donate them. So she's leaving the trade open indefinitely because obviously this sh snake is going to shed its skin its entire life. So if you, for some reason, we don't care what you do with it, but if you want snake uh, skin sheds, then hit up Samantha because she's taking more offers still. I don't even know if uh, she wants anything in return. She just wants people to like make use of them. So that's kind of cool. Right. Kind of freaks me out a little bit though. I know. <laughs> a lot I, of people I mean, are. I'm just, like I get it. it's a snake, right? A lot of people have pet snakes. It's not that big a deal, but it still kind of freaks me out a little. This one's really cute anyway. and like little and skinny. I don't know. She was pretty or he was pretty. Um, yeah. There's another like animal related one. Uh, not a real animal though. Um, this uh, really cool like crocheted donkey. Did you see this? This donkey. Oh has yes, a whole I did. Story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I really liked that. the story behind this donkey. So I'll try to be fast, but I wanted to read it. So Kelly posted. Okay, so I had this really shitty boyfriend once who, despite all his sociopathic behavior, had a really lovely mother who was also a world-class knitter. She spent her retired days knitting donkeys, which were her specialty, which was a hilarious knitting specialty to have, um, and donated them to the gift shop of a, stay with me, Kitchener Donkey Sanctuary. Yep, that's a real thing. Uh, she knew I thought they were cute, so when I found out that her son had slept with half the city, she sent me this in the mail with a card that read, I'm sorry, my son doesn't deserve you. I made you this, which is adorable. Um, and since then, she's had no idea what to do with it because it was super thoughtful, but also like, what the hell did I do with this knit donkey? Like, it's been sitting on her shelf in perfect condition, and she thought it would be a lovely gift for a newborn who is still oblivious to the pitfalls of love, loss, and douchebag male egos. Please take this from me. Uh, she says she'll even throw in the note that came with it to prove the story is valid. Uh, we'll trade for two high fives just to know that the sweet woman's hard work is going to a nice place and the donkey won't be staring at her anymore. And the updates on this are that it had been traded to a lovely little girl, um, which is adorable. And the double update is that uh, she was corrected that the donkey sanctuary is actually in Guelph. Um, and like somebody in the comments posted a picture of themselves at the donkey sanctuary petting the donkeys. And then uh, Sheena, who is the one who got the donkey, posted a picture of the little girl who got the donkey holding the donkey is the last comment in this thread, which is like adorable. It's very, it's a really heartwarming story <laughs> altogether. <laughs> okay, so here's the 
only thing that's not the only thing, but the most surprising thing about this story is not that there's a donkey sanctuary in Kitchener or wherever, Guelph, Guelph. but that it has a gift <laughs> that it has a gift shop. Yeah, it has like a donkey gift shop. I mean, probably all the proceeds go to the sanctuary and the donkey, the knitted donkey was really cute. So no, that's hilarious, though. Um, <laughs> so the last one that I've got here, um, I don't know if you know this, Callie. But uh, people are really into vinyl these days. A lot of, I mean, a lot of like record <laughs> addicts going on. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. But um, <laughs> to kind of go along, to capitalize on this uh, booming industry, Chris posts, I have about 80 milk crates up for grabs of various colors. ISO cider, tall cans, grocery gift cards, musical equipment, tokens, etc., 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 uh, he is apparently being inundated with messages because I don't know if you know this, but uh, milk crates make the perfect storage container for mm-hmm. records. And I think that uh, there's, uh, you know, one or two people on buns who enjoy vinyl from time to time. I myself have recently got into it as well. So, um, yeah, if you need some milk crates, hit up Chris. Uh, they're probably all gone, man. <laughs> don't get the listeners excited. He's Although maybe the trades fell through. I yeah, I guess. I guess. I wouldn't be surprised though, honestly, if one bun, like one crazy music bun was like, I'll take all eighty of them. I feel Not like if someone much. was that intense about it, they'd at the very least have a an IKEA Calyx. And if you don't know what that is, you can Google it. K A L L A X. Oh, those square uh, guys. Also Yeah, also the perfect size for um for records. Um, did anyway, you see all the cakes on buns this week? They look delicious. Yes, I did. I there was quite a few, quite a few of them actually. I have at least two different ones, po- like uh, that I um, bookmarked. Uh, one that Tisha made, and I thought it was really funny because this cake is beautiful. It's it's got like a chocolate drip, and it's white, and then the bottom and the top are just covered in rainbow sprinkles. Like it's really cute. And her, her post says, I just made this. Why? Legit boredom. Tried a different vanilla cake recipe that I'm not very fond of. So if you end up taking this, don't judge me on it. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's the entire nice. thing. Hit me up with offers. The cake is so cute. I was like, are you kidding? Like, you're just like bored and you made this beautiful cake. <laughs> like, okay. Um, and then the other one is also super beautiful. Um, kind of was a sad story that turned into a nice story. So Shay, I think it's Shay, it might be Shy, um, posted, um, they were upset. So the post was like, I'm livid right now. Somebody wanted a birthday cake for today and flaked on me real hard. Inhumane, I woke up at 4 a.m. to make this beauty for a birthday. It's a three-layered vanilla cake with vanilla bean buttercream and a hint of lemon, which sounds so goddamn good. Um, they gave the person a two-hour window to respond, and they haven't yet. So it's time to find a way to get rid of the cake before she smashes it into pieces out of anger. Uh, anyone got a last-minute birthday cake thing or cake needs? Uh, and she was just, like, frustrated. And honestly, everyone lost their shit over how amazing and beautiful this cake was. And the update is that the cake found a home within five minutes of being posted. Uh, the person that flaked has been forgiven but not forgotten. Um and oh, you're making like, me hungry make sure you respect people's time and work but the, the cool thing is if you scroll down into this post um shime makes cakes 
and has her own website. Um, and there's a, I would read it out to you, but it's a pretty long URL. But if you go to the this cake post, um, you can find her website. And so if you guys need a cake, obviously she's willing to buns trade for cakes. So if you ever need it, um, apparently the person who flaked on the cake, like her cousin went into labor. So she had a pretty good reason for flaking on getting the cake. But if you ever need a cake in the future um, and you want to buns for it, hit up Shay because her work is amazing. It looks really delicious. Oh, my God. I want it so badly. <laughs> I know. I saw these cakes and I thought of you. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, hope, I hope Koji gets these cakes. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid sugar and it's just making it that much harder. Yeah, fair enough. It all just looks so good, so good. Well, I'm I'm out of uh, out of post. So if you've got anything else, did you not else... see the Simpsons post? Oh yeah, you know what? Um, it's the same guy who You're got like the Clementine tattoo. I don't know. Yeah, I don't is. know if you know it's that. The, it's the same dude who got the closing time bandit tattooed on his shin last week or calf. Yeah. Uh, who I guess had posted the sun buns before and the original trade yeah. fell through. Yeah, I did see it. I did see it before uh, and I was beautiful. I was very much amazed. Yeah. It's like a three I don't know three by four foot uh hand drawn and painted Simpsons. And he says it's a, a vapor wave painting. I'm not really sure what that means. Um but apparently it's I'm not yeah, I have no idea what that what that means. But all of their skin is like teal instead of yellow. Um and he's ISO a new laptop, um, a high quality vintage or new road bike. This thing is amazing. Like it's it's worth something good. Um, yeah, it's it's huge too. It. Is it? Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it's three by four feet. That's yeah. that's only slightly smaller than I am. I mean We've been through this several times. I'm not allowed to hang anything on the walls in my house outside of the totally office. Get this. So. <laughs> you should totally get this Simpsons thing and put it right above your desk. It's kind of amazing. I love it. Uh, that'd be perfect, actually. Uh, um, okay, well, okay. So here's one that still, I think, still needs someone, maybe. There were a couple of people who said that they might be able to do it. Um, <clears throat> someone in Trading Zone is ISO... Someone who can play the violin and is free on Valentine's Day. So I would assume uh, that this is going to involve something romantic. Um, and that's it. <laughs> like, there's no other information as to why they need somebody who can play the violin. Uh, don't know if it's going to be like they're serenading someone. Maybe they're doing like. Uh, like a show and their violinist fell through. There's not a lot of information. So if you can play the violin and you're free on Valentine's Day, uh, let Leah or Alia know because I think they might still need someone. I and I want to know what this is about. I want to know whoever does this. I want like photos and videos, especially if it's like the, you know, like a, like, are they proposing to someone? They want, like, a private violinist. I don't know. Um, yeah. I'm nosy, and I want to know what this post is about. <laughs> it's probably some serious romantic shit right there. I you would know? hope so. 
Uh, yeah. I guess that's it. Well, uh, if we missed anything, hit us up on the Buns Podcast. So I'm sorry, guys. I am so tired right now. I was oh, up all night having strange, Honestly. strange dreams. Um, so yeah, until until next week. Keep on bunsing. Yeah. Uh, up next, we have an interview with uh, one of the owners of Nuvango. You may have known them from their pop-up that just recently closed on Queen West, or maybe you have one of their sweet fucking t-shirts or cell phone cases or all the other crazy shit that they do um if you want to know how to uh, or if you're even just interested in how to start your own small business and build it into a fucking empire listen to this podcast i'm interested in that yeah all right well uh thanks thanks for for joining me calia i will uh we'll get those links up there soon i uh sorry I hope. sorry i'll do it soon i'll do it i'll do it tomorrow uh and yeah until until next week uh yeah i am so tired see you later buns koji go to bed peace (laughs) bye too much shit in your apartment get rid of it today on the buns app available in the app store google play store or online at buns.com so interview Jamie, nice guy, business owner, father, supporter of the arts. What more can I say that he's not already going to say? Probably not a lot, so let's just get on with it. Here's the interview. With all of your awakened senses, I'm going to raise your arm and shaking senseless, blissful ignorance of consequences, stand accused of your false pretenses. Hey Buns, so I'm here with Jamie, the co-owner of uh, a factory that you probably are all familiar with out in the junction called Nuvango. I know I've got a t-shirt, there's a bunch of sweet cell phone uh, cases and whatnot. Uh, I'm going to sit down and talk to him about you know what it's like to start a business and uh Everything that goes along with that. But before we get into all that, let's start from the beginning. Uh, did you grow up in Toronto? Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, Kingston. Kingston. But I've been, been here for 11 years now. 11 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And did this did this start, the business start in Toronto or were you... It did, yeah. So my partner slash uh, friend Drew and I started uh, started Jelliskins, as we were originally called, back in 2005. Okay. Uh, we were looking for super thin, like not bulky scratch protection for iPods, like pre-iPhone. Wow, uh, okay. Yeah, and so we found this really cool material that we could also print on, and then one thing led to another, and we were printing uh, really cool artwork on, well, millions at this point of, of uh, skins around the world. Right, hey, but it started with iPod cases. iPod, yeah. The iPod video and iPod Nano had just come out, and so we launched with with that and right. a couple older iPods. iPod, what would then be rebranded the iPod Classic, I guess. Yep. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay, nice so you know your shit. Oh, <laughs> I love technology, man. <laughs> so you you started out printing these cases, uh, and eventually, because uh, I know that I ran into you guys, and I think I ran into you actually at one point at uh, what love art or 
or Toronto, one of those. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that could have been for sure. And then you started to get into t-shirts? So that would have been right around the time that we were... So we'd changed our name from Jellyskins to New Vango in 2014. And that was part of like a, a bigger move to open up into a, basically an artist marketplace. Up until that point, we would handpick and curate artists and, and do all the work for them, creating products and marketing them. Right. Um, but at that point, we, we wanted to get in on the, the marketplace model, which was starting to become a thing. And uh, yeah, so we, we, we spent a bunch of money and a bunch of time uh, reinventing a lot of the tools or, or inventing a lot of the tools that we used to create our products and, and turning them into like a web-based version that our artists could, could power right. their own stuff so for those who aren't familiar uh with what you know the marketplace that he's talking about essentially is it allows artists to feature their own art on on uh you know cell phone cases or t-shirts or whatever else you were producing at the time uh as opposed to i guess you just handpicking which artists correct you yeah. wanted to feature how so before we okay so I, I guess i fast forward a little bit how were you initially finding the artists for your skins uh that was Drew, actually. He'd been to a, a, a few... He lived in Japan right before moving to Toronto, and he'd been to a few cool, uh, you know, sort of like art fairs. Right. And uh, had gotten into Juxtapose magazine at that point, and just, we just, like, reached out. And there were no... Like, there weren't any artist-designed iPod skins or, or cases at that yeah, time. Yeah. So we were kind of the first people to do it. And so these artists were like, oh, this is cool. I've been making T-shirts and posters for years. Like, this is a new thing. And it was very easy for them to say yes because there was no existing contracts. It was just a new product. And so right out of the gate, before we even had a website or a logo, we had some some of the best street artists and surreal artists in California who were like sending us their artwork and totally down for, for experimenting with us. Well, that's amazing because when I think of Nuvango, I don't just think of, you know, apparel and, and cell phone cases, but what comes to mind for me is all the art that's on those things. And then, you know, I know that you guys have held events uh, in the past. Like uh, there was one that was featuring uh, comic book artists that do album art uh, during fan expo. And so it seems like you guys have a real history of, of sort of fostering artists. How did you kind of get to that point from, you know, so you're handpicking the artist. Now you have, uh, artists creating their own spot and then I guess you <clears throat> at one point open a store on Queen Street and start putting on events? Uh, yeah, well I mean the artist has always been the center of our vibe I guess for lack of a better word. It's it's like we we found it very interesting to work with artists uh, they really liked working with us because we paid them unlike i guess many other licensors wow okay yeah it's, it's really it's not that hard to impress someone who's used to getting screwed over so so you're giving them a fair split yeah yeah uh and so yeah from a sort of cool factor that was always our angle basically it's like well we'll just work with cool people who are doing cool things and and other people will be drawn to it and i think on the outside it looks like we're 100 percent artist focused but if you look at uh, what we've actually produced over the years, at least half of it has been custom stuff. So whether it's, uh, you know, a mom uploading a picture of her like son, you know, 
skateboarding or at, at school or like a, you know whatever like a picture of their cat like right we've done all that kind of stuff like for laptop skins and everything over the years so there's like, a lot of people putting in custom orders like one-off tons and we get the weirdest stuff like weird like weird german porn like just tons of like internet ripoff like meme stuff like really i didn't super even know that i could stuff. do that yeah so what you're saying is if i had an idea i could just upload it to you and then have it show up with yeah. whatever my face on it or something yes oh amazing yes against all better judgment yes that is a thing <laughs> that you could do <laughs> that is, that actually is incredible i had no idea yeah okay uh so uh i you know i just mentioned the the store on queen street and i know that uh it's just recently closed so i guess you've decided to focus energies elsewhere uh, yeah well i mean the so the store was is uh or was a kind of like a, a chance for us to develop our our toronto centric you know community or or for I guess just that, just our neighborhood around here and really feel a bit more connected to the city. As I said, we've been in the junction for a long time and yeah. junction, everybody talks about how it's sort of up and coming and it kind of sort of, sort of is now, but having a, a central point downtown was really great for for holding events and getting to know some of the people in the city, which is awesome. Uh, one of the main drivers for that was Nuvango had evolved into essentially a like a fashion brand. Yeah. And to do, to make the most of that, to, to really showcase what it was all about, which is artwork and really cool locally made apparel. It just made sense to have what initially was a pop-up and it kind of grew from a pop-up into an 18 month pop-up <laughs> with, uh, with gallery events. And, you know, r- you know, we did, we participated in fashion shows uh, yeah. throughout the city, like Fashion Art Toronto and Tom, the Toronto Men's Fashion Week. Um, so we just like really rooted ourselves a lot more in the city. Whereas before, I don't think, I think, I mean, I know that we had a lot of customers when we were Jelliskins. Uh, we had a lot of customers who just didn't even know we were in Toronto. They, they oh, kind really? of blew their mind, yeah. So it was just mostly online orders? Yeah, it was completely. That said, we had a huge wholesale network as well. We were shipping bulk orders to college bookstores in Taiwan and, you know, Russia and all over the States and all over Canada as well, like just everywhere. <clears throat> That's pretty amazing. Uh, so full disclosure to everyone listening, uh, you were friends with Mort. Yes. And uh, he let me in on a little secret that you are actually a father of two children. Yeah, that's true. How are you able to, you know, run this whole business? And it seems like, you know, a lot. And then also have two kids. It seems kind of crazy. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I have a pretty good time still. It's It's busy, but... Because I, I mean, can't you can't really imagine anything else at this point. You built this from from scratch, it sounds, mm-hmm. and there must have been a lot of long, hard nights, yeah. right? And uh, but I guess if you don't really know any other way, but <clears throat> it seems pretty incredible. And it's just you and and somebody else, your your partners, in terms of like the owners. Uh, well, starting the business. Yes, yeah, we started. We we scraped together some credit cards and cash from grandparents and that sort of thing. And so you had this idea, you found the materials, and then you just raised funds however possible and decided, okay, we're going to start making these things. Basically, yeah. Have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Like, was it something that? It was like a latent desire that I just didn't really know how to do. Yeah. Uh, Prior to starting Jelliskins, 
I was doing a master's in medical biophysics with the intention of going into med school. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Sounds flashy. Um, and so I'd applied and, uh, and yet I was, I found myself in my spare time, uh, just like reading, uh, Wired magazine and business 2.0 and, and kind of like the precursors to like all this like startup culture that exists now. Right. And I just was really drawn to it. So by the time all of the med school rejection letters were rolling in, I was, I was kind of like not into it anyway. I, I break up with them first. I, I like <laughs> to can tell myself. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I finished up the masters. I think I actually skipped the convocation, so I don't know that I'm done, but pretty sure I'm done. Nice. And, uh, and yeah, I moved to Toronto in July and by September, uh, Drew and I just had this like random encounter that led to a scratched iPod that led to us talking about starting this thing. And That's where it came from. Scratched iPod. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd had iPods for a few years and I'd try, I'd, sort of like corny startup like i didn't find anything that was right for me yeah and i'd i'd even gone as far as like going to fabric land and like stitching together my own ipod case and that sort of looked like a piece of shit but well if you still get any of those lying around i got an ipod <laughs> that's really scratched up so uh okay so what advice would you give somebody who uh, you know, has an idea but doesn't know where to begin because it sounds like you kind of figured it out on your own. I think we got pretty lucky the first time around and we're right now we're in the midst of experiencing what I would imagine it actually feels like to start something up. We, back in 2006, we launched uh, in April and by September of that year, we had like paid down all of our debts and had an employee and I had two or three employees at that point things were just kind of like steadily grew like it wasn't like we didn't blow up but you know by you know a few years later we had i think up to like 30 or 35 people right you know by within like four or five years and now having reinvented ourselves twice uh we've taken we've had to make some very serious decisions we've had to lay off a ton of people we've reinvested everything that we ever made uh, back into the business and it's like it's much more of the like tooth and nail like there's a lot riding on it we've invested so much time yeah uh, and you know here we go and like this is this is it um, and the weird thing is just to keep rambling on no no uh, I, it's, I'm oddly happier than I've ever been at, at it like it was we got into an interesting well not got into a, not interesting at all actually like kind of just like a, a bit of a boring cycle five six years ago uh, where the business was healthy, but we weren't inspired and we were trying to find that next thing. And, and it's taken a few zigs and a right. few zags, but Drew and I are like all in and, and super motivated right now. Well, I think that uh, entrepreneurial type people really, really like to have something to strive for. A little bit of struggle kind of mm -hmm. keeps you going, keeps you interested. And I guess... Um, <clears throat> Maybe you were almost a little too comfortable, but what is next for Nuvango? What's the uh, what's the plan now? Yeah, so what we've spent the last uh, year, I guess, working on is is fleshing out what our factory is. Which, as I said before, we we made artist design stuff, but we've also made custom work. And so, what we've realized is that our f our factory is the engine of what our business really is. It's what powers Jellyskins, and it's what powers Nuvango. Um, and it's what powers a few other artists. And so what we're building out are 
uh, is like a, a web service to hook your Shopify store into our manufacturing service. So oh, if you wow. want to sell t-shirt with your face on it, yeah, you come to our site, which is going to be called Notion. Well, is called Notion. And you use our tools to create your product and then you post it for sale. And then, uh, and then when people buy it, we produce it for you and ship it out. So you don't have to touch it. It's no overhead for you. Right. Uh, and all the great products that we have right now. So like our cases and skins, which tried and true, got our graphic print style t-shirts, like a screen print style t-shirt. Love them. I and got then, that uh, David Bowie Space Invaders thing. Nice. So. Yeah. Then we, yeah. So those are, that's the all over print shirt. We've got those and we've got uh, leggings, uh, got some kids stuff. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. So is this uh, kind of like a Shopify exclusive type thing or... No, I mean, if you have the resources, we can we can connect to anyone like through as like an API type connection. Right. If you have like developer resources, yeah, yeah. We're focusing on Shopify right now because they yeah, have a such market, yeah. a such a huge market and such rich tools for communicating with their storefront. Basically, right. Um, there are other. Yeah, you know, eventually we'll probably branch out again into Squarespace and you know WordPress type stuff. But yeah, yeah. Shopify is so big and they're local and it's like great to work with them. And we've been. Actually, Shopify is what currently hosts Jellyskins.com and Nuvango.com. Oh, wow, okay. as well. So we just we know what the experience is like. So if people want to get more information on Notion, where do they go to do that? Uh, Notion.ca would be the the site to check out. Uh, and then if even if you don't want to connect your store, you can go and just do that one off, like create ten T-shirts for your, you know, office thing. Like morning, for example. Uh, you probably saw the the shirts that we printed the for, for Francis and the Dufferin Starship. We did that too. Yeah, but yeah. We made like uh, fifteen shirts for your colleague oh, Francis, uh, right? Those yeah. ridiculous Francis so, shirts. <laughs> um, this is actually fantastic, and I didn't. Uh, I'm I'm sad that I didn't mention it earlier, but uh, in the office there is a character named Francis who everybody loves, and one day the entire staff showed up wearing shirts with francis's face on it and it was and then not like not like the same shirt either no i spent a few minutes designing a whole bunch of different ones yeah <laughs> it's pretty fantastic it's pretty fantastic so if yeah. you guys want to even just play a prank or yeah i assume you must get like inundated with like bachelor party yeah well so stuff. i'm yeah for sure it's perfect for that kind of stuff for 20 and you can't really get a bet it's gonna sound super silly but like for 20 bucks you get a custom shirt I don't think there's any of the stores on Queen Street or Young Street that do that for it's like half the price. So yeah, and it's not it's not like the uh, the weird sort of screen print that you get at some of these places where it's like almost just pressed on and then yeah. you wash it twice. Right, and it's no, like no, gone. It's, it's good stuff. It's yeah, good it's, stuff. it's pretty great. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you are on Shopify, look out for Notion so that they can uh, help produce your goods. Okay, let's talk about because um, uh, you started in cell phone in well. I shouldn't say cell phone cases. You started with iPod cases, mm -hmm. but I kind of ran into you in the in the time of cell phone cases. What kind of sweet art can I get for my Pixel XL? What are some of the f your favorite artists that you featured? Uh, some of my favorite artists, like Greg Crayola Simpkins, is definitely a huge one. Um, I actually really love the local guys, Double Knot. Uh, they've done a ton of branding for like Bellwoods and Town Moto and that sort of stuff. I've right. had this. Uh, uh, Lucky Bear laptop skin for like three years. I just, I don't know. I just love it. 
Um, Ryan Heshka is another favorite. That's the the dude who's on my phone right now. Uh, nice. He's a Vancouver artist, and he's just got this like wicked sort of '60s sci-fi kind of yeah, femme cool. fatale kind of vibe going on. And beautiful colors. It's really great. And uh, what's the craziest thing you ever produced? Because I mean, you said you've gotten a lot of like weird custom orders. What's like the weirdest one that comes to mind? Uh. From a okay, so from a weird porny perspective, it would definitely be the like sixty-year-old woman who was sort of doing some kind of like bat wing with her vagina, and it was like Ooh. really like like full on. Yeah. Uh, and what did you put that on? That I'm pretty sure was an iPhone. So if you can imagine putting your head up, that putting that up to your head. Why would uh, somebody want that yeah. in something that's going to like be exposed in a public yeah. space? I mean, hey, whatever. We're happy if if it, that's the thing. Like, if it makes you happy, then I'm delighted to to make it. Right. Obviously, we don't do any like hate based stuff because that's that's brutal. But right. Our biggest, most exciting project ever was with Google when they launched the. Uh, the Chromebook. Yeah. So that was, it was like, I don't know, four or five years ago. And they, they basically handed out 60,000 Chromebooks to developers just to get people using the platform. Right. And we'd been working with them for a little while doing some fun, cool projects. And this was a big one. They wanted us to make skins for all of those, those Chromebooks. So that was like 60,000 laptop skins was pretty rad. It was, it definitely pushed us to the limits. That's wild. So obviously you have capacity to make 60,000 skins. So I guess businesses of any size can really take advantage of, uh, of what you got going on. It's not just, uh, you know, one off. Yeah, no, it's not one off. We can do, we've, we've made millions of products at this point. Any new sort of, uh, product canvases i don't even know what you would call them i mean you do t-shirts you do cell phone cases are are you planning on coming out with any other uh anything else that you would like to print on the main thing well i mean we're we're always like trying to stay current with devices so on that side we're always doing new stuff yeah we have you said leggings as well yeah so on the apparel side uh as we invest in these tools to help you design it so we've had another local company um develop these uh this 3D apparel designer for us, which is, as far as I know, the the first thing on the market like this, where you're looking at a 3D model and you can put, uh, you can upload a picture and drag it around, see how it looks. Uh, So this is a customer facing? It's it's a customer facing thing, yeah. And then, but you're doing it all in the browser. There are loads of professional tools that do this, but there's no browser based, like web based thing. So yeah, you upload whatever you want, position it, and then hit, you know, save or whatever. And then if you buy it, we'll make it for you. Um, so as we invest in that, it's it kind of slows down the pace of new products. Yeah, yeah. So like with Notion, we're focusing on the popular stuff. So like t-shirts, leggings, kids' tops and bottoms. Uh, guys' boxer shorts are actually really rad with Oh, this. I never even thought yeah. about that. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. So. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Excuse me. I'm, uh, I'm a little bit sick if you guys haven't uh, heard it in my voice yet, but... Uh, Apologies. So, okay. Um, some final questions before I let you go. Uh, you're familiar with buns. Are you on buns? Are you an active I am. bun? Yeah. Uh, I got my couch from buns. Oh, really? It was, it was, yeah. It was, just a, it was like an amazing first experience. Uh, I was like, I need a couch. And I looked on, on the app and then I was like, sure enough, there was one. And it's like, oh, that's pretty 
cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I reached out and she's like, okay, cool. I'm in the, I'm in the junction. I was like, oh, I'm in the junction. And so I traded that for like a bottle of Dylan's vodka. Okay. So it wasn't and even uh, like a new Van Gogh. No, or, uh, I think I even offered that. She's like, no, I'll just take the vodka. <laughs> 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 but it was just wild. Like, like within two hours of like deciding that I needed to get a couch, I had a couch. Yeah. And it was from just like three, four blocks away. And uh, yeah, it is my couch now. That's amazing. So that was your first Buns trade. Yeah. Um, have you made any other since? I've made a couple of other like little weird things, getting rid of some stuff. Yeah. Mostly just like old pot of you know flower pot or whatever right. for like some booze but or beer talk, talk for, in. for me that's like a that's a big part of my usage of the app is to kind of uh get rid of i have too much stuff right so to get rid of uh converting things into tall boys exactly yeah. consumables of all sorts yeah. i mean i lived a month off bun so like half, half of uh what i well all of what i was eating at the time but i was really? just kind of consuming my goods at that <laughs> point really but uh, I'll never trade away that David Bowie shirt. No, good, uh, good. So, what are you? Uh, what are you ISO? Are you currently searching for anything? Uh, I know I am, but I'm blanking. Well, there's always tall boys. I guess there's always yeah, inserts of tall boys and tokens. Uh, okay, so before I let you go, then is there anything else you want to tell us about? New Van Gogh or Notion or Jealous Skins or just anything in general that uh, we didn't really talk about? Mm, I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. so you guys definitely keep your eyes open. If you're on Shopify, go to notion.ca, figure out how you can uh, link your shop in there so that uh, you can get all these custom goodies. And I think yeah, as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to go log in and make some weird shirts and stuff because I didn't know that this is the first time learning that you could actually uh, upload. I thought it was just all artists. I think I could see you in a pair of boxer shorts with Mort's face sort of patterned out all over it. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I I wonder if you could just do me a custom job, uh, an adult onesie with Mort's face on the poop shoot. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, thanks for sitting down and chatting with me. I hope that uh, I hope to see everyone in Toronto walking around in some weird custom-made T-shirts. All right, music this week is submitted by David by the band Goodnight Sunrise. The single is Familiar Faces. If you are interested in the song or the album, check out soundcloud.com slash GNSR band slash Familiar Faces Radio Edit. If that's long, just go to soundcloud.com slash GNSR band and uh, hit up all on all their music. I will put a link to the song in the show. And uh, as always... You're about to hear it in the right now. Then you break me down, down, down. You fill up all those empty spaces with all of your familiar faces. Streets ablaze with lights and crossfire races. Twist and turn like phosphorescent mazes. Lost and found, swept and torn your waist. Hide and seek until you finally face it. 
Fill up all those empty faces With all of your familiar spaces In the morning you build me up Then you break me down In the morning you build me up Then you break me down. I remember seeing signs walk oh, See you soon.